0: Ultimately, the goal is to bring all those emotions into balance.
1: Hello, troops. Welcome to episode 27 of the Tidal Hack Podcast. I'm your man, Chris Scullion. And joining me, as ever, is my gaming-indifferent wife, Louise Scullion. Hello. Hello. How are you?
0: Okay, thanks.
1: Also joining me is pregnant baby child, which is
0: why is the baby pregnant? No, you're the
1: the baby child. Louise is pregnant, as, as we all know. We've discussed here, this yeah. in the past. Um, and the baby is like weeks away now. I would say, week, yeah, technically a week away, but you know what happens? They never come when they're supposed to. But like buses, am I right? Satire. Um, <laughs> well, but then multiple the... ones come at once. Exactly. I hope <laughs> no, it's not it's <laughs> triplets. Um... This is the first in a series of five E3 podcasts uh, that you'll be getting over the next four days, like I did last year. Uh, I'll be doing this one with Louise on the EA conference, and then after that, over the next few days, we'll be doing um, Microsofts, uh, Sonys, Ubisofts and Nintendos, although not in that order, (laughs) in the order they come. Uh, which I can't remember at the moment, but yeah, so I thought, like, l- like we did last year, we could to just take everything that appeared at the conference and give our thoughts on it, um, and then address some questions that uh readers have been sending in, uh, during it as well, uh, or listeners, indeed, if you just listen to the podcast, I suppose it all counts, all good in the hood, it's all gravy. Uh, first up was Battlefield 5 or Battlefield V, if you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be amazing if they made a battlefield game based on V, the eighties TV series where aliens come down. Yeah, we haven't finished it, but we no. like so far. Yeah, but that'd be good. Um, battlefield Five, they kind of teased the single player mode. There's a single player mode called War Stories, which looks like it's like a collection of uh, short stories with starring different characters. Mm-hmm. Um So they said apparently Nordley's war story, this is what they said in the trailer. Uh, will be shown at Microsoft's conference tomorrow night. Um, Nordley By the looks of the p- picture, it looks like Nordley's the female mm-hmm. character. Well, she um, definitely
0: had some decent screen time, didn't yeah, she? Yes,
1: so it's good. It's good they're not backing down on the after the ridiculous. You thought they weren't even going to show any women? Didn't I, you? I had the feeling that they might have backed down just to kind of because just for E3 they wanted like, just to get a good press, uh, but they didn't. To to uh, their credit, they didn't back down. They just went okay. Here's Yeah, it's got women in it, deal with it. They didn't say it, they didn't explicitly... At one point Mm. they said the heroic tales of the men and women in World War.
0: There was a bit of (laughs) Was there not? Do you know, like taking intake be, and know, breath. Know. In Maybe that was just you being nope. overdramatic. <laughs> no.
1: um, but yeah, so they, they just kind of said that's going to be shown at Microsoft. So I'll probably, no doubt, be talking about that in the next podcast when, when the Microsoft one is. Um, they also made a big deal of saying no loot boxes, no premium pass in Battlefield. This is obviously, this was mentioned quite a, a few times throughout. This is obviously a response to the massive backlash that Star Wars Battlefront 2 got um, for finally kind of pushing it too far and. um, been so ridiculous with its microtransactions that finally there was backlash and EA got absolutely absolute bollocking from it off the public and politicians and Mm. all that so it seems that they're kind of backing down now but this is EA we're talking about so there will be a way that they're going to nickel and dime people, Um, it's just not clear what it is yet but it won't be loot boxes and it won't be a premium pass apparently, Um, so I would imagine they'll bring back, it's kind of it seems like a I get the feeling it's a sort of um, what's the way I'm trying to put it. They they the, they take it too far so that the the way the situation used to be yeah. So the way the situation used to be will now feel less bad, even though at the time it was pretty dodgy. So yeah. you look back five years ago, even um, and it was loads of microtransactions for customization. Uh, so if you wanted um, a special, a different type of gun or a different color of outfit. Um, it cost you two or three quid a go and at the time people were going this is fucking outrageous we've paid 60 quid for the game give us a full price game blah blah, mm-hmm. blah blah now five years later it's evolved to the point that it's loot boxes and you don't even know what you're getting for your money it's totally random and everyone at that point just went right wait a minute fuck this like, you've taken it far too far now mm-hmm. so now by rolling back and saying oh there's no loot boxes anymore if they now come out with just uh, microtransactions again which five years ago everyone was saying was an evil thing Everyone will think, well, compared to what they were doing last year, it's not bad actually. So it's kind of deliberately overdoing it. So when they step back a bit, it's less. Um, it's like. Yeah, it looks kind of, charitable almost. It's similar. I don't know if I said this in the podcast before, but it's similar to how they did horror movies in the 80s in America. Uh, the Friday the 13th, some of the, the directors who did the later Friday the 13th movies, the MPAA in America used to absolutely butcher these movies. Um, just cut loads of bits out of them, say this can't be in it, this can't be in it, this, is, this needs to be cut. So what they would do was they would film the death scenes far more in excess of what they were ever originally wanting to show. So they would show the most disgusting, despicable death scenes ever. Um, and then when the MPA said, oh, you have to cut that back, that's outrageous, they cut it back to the level that they wanted to show in the first place. Just to show that they'd made some mm-hmm. progress, and NPA went, okay, thanks, and, and that's how they got away with it. <laughs> I, no, it was if they'd started with that, they'd started with a... what they wanted, they would have been told to cut that back. Yeah, again, like
0: me. negotiation tactics. Exactly. So it, it's, yeah. it's
1: just the same thing. Looking I think for. It's like like five years ago, what was shocking five years ago is now considered acceptable because it's it's, it's gotten so much worse since. Um, it's sneaky. It's very sneaky. Well, there was
0: like. one of the games. I can't remember which one where they specifically said, "Oh, there'll be no loot boxes um, when you pay." I don't know if they said the word microtransaction, but when you pay for something, you'll be paying for what you want, basically. Yeah. So that was it they mentioned. And there was a cheer that...
1: I don't yeah. know if the cheer went up before that. That's the thing. So the state. difference is you went from five years ago, people would have went, oh, what? To now, f- five years later... I'm saying five years. It's not that exact amount of time. No. But you're going from what in the past was considered bad to now and people say it'll just be microtransactions and you'll get what you pay for. People go, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? It should be like <laughs> the minimum <laughs> standard.
0: <laughs> if like you went into a shop or something and like you wanted a t-shirt, it's like, oh, here's... I know. You know.
1: I know. So they also, they also announced there'll be a Battle Royale mode, which is... This is going to be the fucking buzzword all the way through E3. I don't know what that means. um Basically... PubG was like player unknown battlegrounds was like a big game a year or two ago. Um, it's like a battle, a battle royale mode where a hundred people drop onto an island. Oh, and like have to, yeah, like of the course, movie yeah, battle royale. Yeah. Even though everyone, PUBG is uh, suing people uh, saying that they they came up with the idea, even though battle royale held the movie, and that's <laughs> why it's called battle royale, yeah. royale mode. Um, so yeah, a hundred people drop an island and they all get killed each other. Then Fortnite came out. Um, which is a free-to-play game, which also now has a Battle Royale mode, and everyone loves that. Mm-hmm. So both those games are making a shit ton of money, so everyone's now jumping in. It now. So Call of Duty is going to have a Battle Royale mode. They just announced now, obviously, that World uh, Battlefield Five is going to have a Battle Royale mode. So it's just basically... Um, everyone's cashing in on it, because it's, it's, it's another way to get customize your weapons and microtransactions and all that kind of stuff. It's just another money spinner basically.
0: I don't know why I, th- I kind of thought that's what online gaming was anyway.
1: No, online I- gaming's always had like different types of rules. So sometimes but you can't f-
0: you sometimes play with a bunch of other people at the same time though.
1: Yeah, but that's just online multiplayer. But that's that's never battle royale is you start with a hundred and every time you when you die you're out. So you keep oh, going okay. until there's only one person left. Like you general
0: in one session, right? Yeah,
1: general deathmatch multiplayer which I think is what you're thinking is when everyone it's still everyone for themselves, but when you die you wait a few seconds and you're back in the game oh, okay, again and then I when I set, the time runs out say say it's a 20 minute game or whatever at the end whoever's killed the most people wins mm-hmm. so everyone's ranked but this is literally 100 people if you land and get killed right away you're out you're done you're, Yeah. You, so it just keeps going um, so yeah that's that um, so yeah after Battlefield 5 they moved on to FIFA 19 um, and the big announcement which if anyone's been kind of following the the behind-the-scenes stories with Pro Evolution Soccer. It shouldn't be a massive surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, UEFA brought out a press release about a month or two ago saying that their 10-year, or whatever it was, run with Konami had ended, and they wished them well, and they'll go try new ventures and all that. So at that point, you thought, hmm, the one thing Pro Evo had that FIFA didn't have was the Champions League and Europa League licences, and suddenly UEFA's... Stopping there. Hmm. I wonder what's happening here. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, FIFA 19 Champions League confirmed for FIFA 19.
0: It was a damp squib of an announcement, though, isn't it? No, no one seems it's to weird. care. It's
1: weird because, well, obviously you announce this thing in America, and a lot of the press are American. They don't. They can't give an eighth of a shit about the Champions mm-hmm. League. Uh, but if, if for FIFA fans, that's a pretty big deal because <laughs> it's the one element of FIFA which feels oddly. Um, unofficial like for a game that's about FIFA yeah. although UEFA is a different organisation the whole point of FIFA was it's got all the licences it's all real but when you played a career mode you just did the European Champions Cup instead mm. and suddenly that, that's a bit weird that's the only bit that fell off Fake, yeah. so now the whole game basically is well they said Alex legit.
0: Hunter you can play as him trying to get into the Champions League yeah, so with his team and stuff
1: yeah so that the season of, of that mm. mode the, the journey um, so yeah they brought the real trophy out on stage
0: I know, which I thought was pretty cool but it was no cool. one seemed to care well I questioned this, it is that the real one you said it must be
1: yeah because in the past they brought Pele and all that on the stage they so. cared again that's America dem Americans for you they're not that bothered um, they then spoke more about the world cup mode that's already been added just reminding people that it exists um, and then said that it's on a free trial on Xbox One PS4 and PC for a limited time so if you never played FIFA 18 um getting amongst it now because you can play the World Cup mode and see what it's like. Um and then apparently more FIFA nineteen stuff's coming in the summer apparently so we shall see. I'm a big FIFA player so I'm excited about way, that. Yeah. yeah so well, it's, we'll it's
0: September twenty eighth it for the launch of the new game. Is exactly that what they said? Mm. I missed
1: that. Good good spot. Cute. I knew you were on here for a reason. <laughs> no, I'll <laughs> um, leave now. Yeah, see well that was the least <laughs> now. Um they then spoke about how they say in the future's gonna be cloud uh, it's streaming and streaming and subscriptions—they're saying that's two of their big arms going forward. Mm. Um, so they said they're it's kind of were quite vague about it. How they were rolling out a kind of test version of a cloud streaming service, and it showed you footage of people playing it on like an Android phone uh, with a big controller attached. To it like streaming yeah. in games into it. So um, I've never liked cloud streaming on anything. I've tried it on like whether it was on live or PlayStation. Those years ago yeah, yeah but um, I'm still not feeling it, so I'm not, not really interested in that, but apparently they're rolling it out now, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and then they've spoken about EA Access. Now, this is a bit that could potentially be very exciting for me tomorrow. Um, if this,
0: I think you're I'm, I'm, reading I'm, too much I'm into it. I'm maybe reading though, too much know.
1: into it, but if this goes forward... So basically they spoke about Origin Access, which is the PC version of EA Access. Uh, for those who don't know, EA Access is a Xbox One... A service where you pay a monthly subscription fee, I think it's four or five quid, and you get access to it. when EA brings out a new game, you get like a eight to ten hour trial of it, um, and then after the game's been out for like six to twelve months, it gets added to the vault, which is like their archive of all their games. Then you can download them as part of your subscription and not have to, it's not streaming; it's an actual proper download, as if you own the game, um, and you just play it until you as long as your subscription goes, you can play all these Then basically the history of ea's games and every time a 360 game gets added to backwards compatibility that gets added to the vault as well because it's mm. all already obviously an old game so stuff like um what was it they recently added skate 3 is on the vault now so you can kind of play that which is brilliant um so yeah so they announced origin access is the, the pc equivalent of that mm. and that's been going for a while but they now announced origin access Premier. And they weren't massively clear about it, but they were saying play likes the like FIFA 19, Madden 19, um Did they Battle actually Field say the 5? 19 version? Yeah, yeah, they said oh, the 19 okay. versions. So I was like, hmm. Because, so to me, although they weren't clear about it, that sounds to me like an Xbox Game Pass situation where the day these games come out, you can play the full games, not as a trial, but as owning the game, if you subscribe to Origin Access Premier. Mm-hmm. So, so by I would imagine that instead of, say, a five in a month, you now pay, for example, a ten in a month. So when FIFA 19 comes out, you get it as part of your subscription. Uh, like like I say, like what Xbox is doing with Game Pass, so all their first party games going forward, Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2, if you subscribe to Game Pass, you get those games on day one as part of your subscription. I'm thinking that's what Origin Access Premier is. Uh, which is cool for PC owners and I get the feeling um, and again this is just guesswork, I think on Microsoft's conference tomorrow when EA come out and show Battlefield 5, which they've already said they're going to do they're then going to announce EA Access Premiere for the Xbox and be the same deal where you pay us a 10 in a month or whatever on Xbox and when FIFA and Madden and everything come out you get them on day one But
0: it's only for Xbox you think though
1: Well Playstation don't have EA Access because they didn't want it they Good. refused to have it on playstation because um, they just wanted people using the PlayStation they wanted one. people to use their streaming service which is a pile of old decks mm. um in my opinion some people seem to like <laughs> it but i don't like it um so yeah i'm that's what i'm hoping for i'm not much of a pc gamer but if they announced ea access premier for xbox one i will fucking buy that immediately uh because i buy fifa every year that's 60 quid um, if I'm getting it day one as part of the subscription
0: you'll still save money won't you yet? in the
1: long run because then I'd get at Madden as well and mm-hmm. I'd try uh, Anthem when it comes out we'll get to that in a bit it, it's everything that comes out everything that comes out I'll try it because it'll be part of the whereas as it is just now when a game comes out that isn't FIFA uh, I'll just say like I'll wait six months or mm-hmm. I'll wait twelve months until it ends up in the vault so when Battlefield 5 comes out I'll not be buying it I'll just wait six mm-hmm. months until it's in the vault they might as well want as want me to be downloading it now in case I decide to buy microtransactions or something for it, which I won't. But some people. Well,
0: that but they're also getting double the amount of money. Well, like if like you said, it's like ten pounds a month or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. They might as well be getting a ten a month from me and giving me the game now instead of mm-hmm. getting five or a month from me and me playing the game six months down the line. At which point, when I come into the game, people are six months into it and really good at it, and I'll be less inclined to keep playing. I'll be like, "Fuck this! Everyone's better than me. I'm. I'm just gonna. Mm. I'm not gonna play it anymore." so we'll see It's. it's I, I think that might happen tomorrow um, but we shall see
0: mm-hmm. don't be disappointed if it doesn't but...
1: no I won't be I'll just not buy the games yeah <laughs> we'll mm. see um, they then briefly went to Vince Zampella from Respawn who's sitting in the audience conveniently oh uh, and they, they basically said "You yeah. gave nothing away though, no he just you? said yeah we're working on a Star Wars game called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order um, and it'll be out in holiday 2019 is that a cheers mate
0: so how can you get excited about something that's so eighteen? Months well, we said away. it was
1: between episode three and four. That's what um, she asked him, right? Yeah. So, so basically, like Clone Wars era. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: I don't know. I don't see how it's, you can get excited about something like that. This is so vague. as it's, it's, like it's
1: more just the fact that Respawn made the, the Titanfall games, which were kind of well okay. uh, received. Um Received, even though it's, it's odd that EA's is given Respawn this game because EA. Respawn brought out Titanfall two and EA treated that game like shit. Basically, it got no hype and um, yeah. It was, and people it was, just bought it and he, like it
0: just well, did it well didn't anyway. do it as well
1: as it could have done. I think because for that reason, it just didn't really get the uh, the same push that other mm. uh, EA games got. So, but we'll see. Um, people are excited because they do good decent games. So. And we'll see. A lot of their staff used to work on Call of duty games. Oh, did they? So okay. it's a kind of big deal. Um, they then moved on to Star Wars Battlefront 2, which of course has been out for quite a while. Um, Chap came out and said we fucked up. And, and I think I that, out at that point. Uh, was he
0: the one that was saying no loot boxes, no?
1: No, no, he came out and basically said we had a rough start. Oh. Um, I think the quote I've got here, we had a rough start, but I'm sure this game will have a bright future. Um, they, they said when it first came out, like before it became clear that. Actually, I remember, I, I I might have tweeted, but I need to go back when they first showed Star Wars Battlefront two. It was either the the EA conference last year or the year before, and they first showed it, and they were talking about how this will have no season pass. This will have no all the level maps and stuff that come out will be free. There'll be no paid DLC and that. And at the time, I either tweeted or just thought they're going to make their money somehow mm-hmm. and I don't know how they're going to make their money but if there's no uh, paid maps there's they've got another plan to make money they're pretending to be charitable yeah. uh, to the fans but there's going to be another way they're going to make money from this and, this and sure enough the enormous from. backlash from the loot boxes <laughs> um, so but they have to although they step back on uh, that plan uh, although they kind of step back after the backlash they still have to commit to all these maps being free and them having a big season plan and all that. so they're bringing out Solo content is coming out next week, as in content for the movie, not (laughs) single-player gameplay. Um, And then they announced that there's Clone Wars content coming. So General Grievous, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Count Dooku and Anakin Skywalker are going to be in it. So fill your boots uh, with all that. But
0: will they charge for those then? No, they can't. Right.
1: Because it would be carnage again. Yeah. Um, They're at the point now where they can only really charge for cosmetic stuff. Like I say, we're back to where they are. We were mm-hmm. five years ago but they can only really get away with charging for that because if they try anything by this character, people will go, no, mm-hmm. you can promise. Me. So They're, they're stuck. Um, then we got Unravel 2, mm-hmm. uh, the surprise sequel to Unravel, starring Yarny. Um,
0: and unidentified friend. Although
1: every time they say Yarni, I hear Laurel instead. <laughs> get it? Topical. Um... Yeah, so this time you can play it in co-op. Two characters on screen. So it's basically like uh, Mickey and Donald in World of Illusion. Do you remember <laughs> that on the Mega Drive? Oh, Slash Genesis. So. There was a there was a two-player platformer on the Mega Drive and one player was Mickey Mouse and one was Donald Duck. Mm. But you could control both and if you wanted, if you were just playing on your own. But it's better when two people played it because you could drop down a rope for the other person mm. to climb and all that. It was good. Um... But yeah, it was good. They showed some gameplay. The, the guy who was presenting it brought another guy out on stage. Just, I can't remember who it was. it was. called Michael or something like mm. that. Please welcome Michael. And he came out and they did that thing that I hate when people do in conferences where it, obviously the behind the scenes with these E3 conferences, they play these demos a million times to make sure they get all the beats right and they yeah. know exactly how to play the game so they don't get stuck when they demonstrate it to mm-hmm. people. Um but everyone knows that. Everyone knows this is wildly rehearsed, so they know exactly what to do. But they do still do this fake gamer chat through it to make it sound as if we're, we're this playing this for time, the first time yeah. ever. It's great. Um So it's just like, it's really bad. I've got quotes here. From, like They're being chased by like a, a bird, a grouse, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um And the guy's like, oh, look out, look out for the bird. And like, I don't believe you, mate. And then he's like, oh. And the government is like, oh, wow. Now we can breathe again, and then, uh-huh. and then the bird turned up. Is like, oh, can we? <laughs> <So> fuck <laughs> off mate. <laughs> just we're not falling for it. Um, so yeah, so that it looks nice enough. But they finally they were re- adorable though. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. But then they dropped the bombshell that it's now out now. The game is complete and it's out mm. now. <laughs> and that one guy in the crowd went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it's so <just like laughs> really, really quiet. Um, so that was quite funny. Um, I think it's Patrick Sutherland but it might have been Andrew Wilson, I get them mixed up sometimes Uh, one of the two uh, the big EA execs came out on stage and mentioned A Way Out Kind of, was this
0: the Australian guy? I'm not
1: sure. No, was, no. Mentioned the way out, the kind of two player co-op mm-hmm. game that they showed last year. Oh, <laughs> and he really said, guy, yeah. And he said in March that game caught fire and you all loved it. <laughs> I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember people thinking this is alright, but it wasn't like everyone absolutely loved it. It was getting okay reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was kind of milking it a wee bit. But then he said so that was part of the EA original uh label, which mm. uh, Unravel was also part of. Um and then he said so here's the next one, Sea of Solitude. Um, and I missed her name, but the woman came out. A to German present lady, that. Yeah, she says, so We are a studio from Berlin. As my note here says, We are from Berlin. It says the woman with the thick German accent wearing a Kraftwerk t yeah, no, shirt. <laughs> it's like, Oh, no, shit. um, of course, you're from Berlin. Um, this game looks cool, Sea of Solitude. They mm-hmm. didn't show a lot of it, but um, apparently, it's a game about loneliness about a young woman called Kay who is like the loneliest person in the world or something, but she's so alone that. All of her sad feelings and uh, dark feelings all come out of her and become a monster. So she has to kind of fight the monster. Um, There's an awkward quote, which I will probably put at the start of this podcast, because every podcast, the E3 ones, I do a quote from the conference at the start, where she said, The aim is to bring all these emotions into balance. But she said it in a weird German accent, so it was it sounded like the aim is to bring all these emotions into bellins. Yeah, Because <laughs> <So. laughs> even I said that. No, you're like, allowed. Did she Bellin? say <laughs> Until I To search balance on Twitter, it was just full of people saying balance <laughs> So yeah, bring these emotions into bellins. Um I, I like that it's called "See a Solitude" and that the initials are SOS. SOS yeah, because she quite... called it SOS. Yeah.
0: And it it looks like everybody. She was like walking through a school hallway, and everybody else looked like her. So I think it's the case that all the humans that are that, like, angry and sad and stuff are turned mm-hmm. into kind of monsters. So it's not just her, but, like, her... Yeah, it's her quest, her I guess, demons. to try and turn herself back into a human again. Yeah,
1: it looks really good. The trailer was cool as well. The music was... It sounded like Kairos Matthews, but I don't mm. know if it was that kind of... kind of... Uh, throaty singing. Yeah. Um, it was quite distinct. Yeah, so I'm curious to see more of that. That could be good. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of brief trailers up next. NBA Live 19. Um, out on the 17th September. Same that old. okay. It looks like it's got more of an emphasis on street basketball this time than usual, but that's fine. That was almost half
0: of the trailer, mm-hmm.
1: wasn't it? Yeah, so I'm fine with that. Uh, Madden 19, a really annoying fucking coverage of Madden 19. I, I love Madden, I'm a big um, American football fan. Um, the trailer was cool, the trailer mm-hmm. was really good. Although it looked quite unrealistic because the Cleveland Browns scored a touchdown. So <laughs> <as> that, that's <laughs> not right. The fact that of
0: like the three or four teams they showed, they showed Cleveland. Showed lot it's of like, Cleveland as like a Cleveland, which is my team, have.
1: but yeah, they, for those who don't know, the <laughs> Cleveland Browns, Lost every single game last season. Um, Did they end up yeah, losing it in the year, in the year before
0: they lost everything but one? But one, didn't so they? Yeah, yeah. So
1: in two years, they've won the single game. Um, so yeah, the trailer has them scoring a touchdown, you're know that really. <laughs> um, but longer than the trailer was this annoyingly long promo about the Madden 18 Madden Bowl tournament. Uh, so some dick from the Pittsburgh Steelers came on. little Kev or something? Uh, alongside Young Kev. Oh, Young Kev. Some fucking pretty boy who won the. They won the Madden Bowl and now they're treating him like some sort of celebrity just because he can play a video game better. So <laughs> my notes here says, some dick from the Pittsburgh Sears am say, young Kev, fuck him. <laughs> That's my notes.
0: No, but I just t- felt bad for the guy from Pittsburgh. It's like he's, he's, a he's real an athlete. actual athlete. Yeah. And he was trying to say, oh, what's it been like? You know, the other guy should have been interviewing him.
1: Not just that, but for him to come out wearing those trousers as well.
0: Oh, the they're like flowery. The hideous looking of- trousers you've ever yeah. seen. Um, Clearly didn't take it seriously. Yeah,
1: um, but yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, up until that point, there wasn't a lot of what EA have done in the past in the last couple of ones, a couple of conferences where they have a heavy emphasis on YouTube. It wasn't as bad. They, as last the, year, the, I the, the pre-game, the pre-show oh, stuff sorry. had a lot of focus. There's a lot of chat with YouTubers, which I didn't like. But luckily, up until this point, the conference didn't really feature any YouTubers or no. or pro gamers or anything like that. Because I think as soon as you introduce that, you're uh, cutting out a massive chunk of your audience because the vast majority of gamers unless I'm old fashioned and it's not true but a large chunk of gamers at least don't give a shit about YouTubers or, or certainly don't give a shit about eSports uh, because that's a very niche thing still uh, so to focus too much on that is like so they get had a pretty long interview with this Deku on Madden Bowl and I can um, I can guarantee about 90% of the people watching didn't care uh, maybe 95% of people didn't care about young Kiv um, I've already forgotten them. Um, they he then came out. With some shoutcaster guy, whose name I forgot. I, I even hate the term shoutcaster. Is that what it
0: was? I think it said showcaster. No,
1: shoutcaster is basically a commentator for an esports game. Just call a commentator then. Oh, apparently not, because that's not cool. Um, so shoutcaster and some developer came out with this RTS. He looked embarrassed,
0: didn't he? A wee bit. The developer guy, yeah. So they came
1: out to do commentary on this RTS mobile game,
0: I definitely switched um, off at that point. Which it's they,
1: just... which they kind of didn't give a lot about. It was they just RTS said again? a real time strategy. Oh, so right. they just said, "Here's this mobile game coming out," and I was like, hmm, "They're not announcing the name for some reason. That's quite weird." <laughs> <laughs> so just said, "Here's <laughs> a game." I don't want people to play it. <laughs> it was so, like a
0: fancy minesweeper or something, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just...
1: So they brought out to a uh, RTS uh, experts. Oh, they
0: had shit names as well. I can't didn't remember they? one
1: of them had. Um, <laughs>
0: One, one of them was Nick at Night, I remember Nick at that. Night
1: was one of them. Um, and the other one was like... Oh, I can't remember. That's how, that's how little I care. Um, so then it's, it's like a basic RTS multiplayer mobile game where you control your own squad of people and there's nuclear bombs in the middle and whoever's in control of a nuclear bomb when a timer runs out gets to use it and that's kind of the thing. And right at the end, after an interminably long amount of time showing this game off and everyone switching off, they went here's a trailer it's called Command & Conquer Rivals Command & Conquer for those who don't know was like a massive RTS series back in the day PC gamers used to love it it sounds familiar it was out on PlayStation as well like the first PlayStation had Mm -hmm. a Command & Conquer game it was massive it was brilliant Um, but then he came out and said yeah Command & Conquer's back for a new generation it's like yeah but it's a mobile game I think anyone who wanted Command & Conquer to come back would want a proper meaty single player real time strategy game not this mobile bomb wash um, <laughs> so I'm concerned about that um, I'm hoping there's a proper commanding conquer coming in the well, future maybe
0: they're doing this as a taster but it wouldn't necessarily show maybe, anything maybe but
1: it? yeah I wouldn't I don't know they're, they're weird they're being weird just now um, then Andrew Wilson came out as the EA one of the EA big wigs this is the bit that I hated most in the entire thing um, I'm usually quite a positive guy but this really <laughs> fucking annoyed me so he came out and he it start, started as a speech which is clearly addressing all the crap they've been through in the last year obviously the Battlefront 2 thing. Right? He didn't explicitly say that, mm. but EA have been hammered more than anyone about loot boxes and stuff like that. Because well, they're the worst offenders. Yeah, think. exactly. So he came out and saying this, was, we hope you realise it. at our core, we sometimes make mistakes, but at our core, we've got great fun gameplay at heart. And as the quote I've got here is that, most important of all is that games should be fun, that we move past the grind, obviously relating to the people complaining that it took you 20 hours to unlock... Uh, mm. Luke Skywalker and Star Wars and all that, and you had to grind the game over and over again. Then they fixed it. So it, it, it started off with him saying almost like, "We hear you. We're we're, we're, we're sorry. We're making mistakes way. there." Mm. But then, as part of that same speech, he says, "In fact, uh, uh, just to prove that we have got community at heart, almost um, last week, you, last month, you may have realised that we uh, did our our annual uh, play to give campaign." Uh, where nine different types of games of which I, I don't know what they were it was probably all mobile games like the, the Sims Mobile and stuff like that um, where you perform a certain task in a game to unlock a bit of a special kit or whatever um, and, and this is play to give thing was the gamers all these different communities playing a special task in the game um, and that then as a result of that, they give money to charity. So he said, oh, so we, 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 just to show that we care about... Blah, 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 we did this, and we gave a million dollars to charity. And you're like... Now, you've just spent five minutes talking about how, oh, we heard your backlash about us being greedy bastards, basically. Um, but just to show you we're not that greedy, look, we gave a million dollars to charity. EA's FIFA well, Ultimate you- Team alone... Make six hundred and fifty million dollars on microtransactions. when they said yeah. a million. I'm like, or, you should be fifty. On microtransactions alone, for FIFA 18 alone, they make six hundred and fifty million dollars a year, um, and they're giving a million dollars to charity. Yeah, what do you That's do? like passionate as well. Well, see now,
0: i I felt. Remember, I said Psh, one million. Yeah. And then I said it should be fifty, and then I felt bad about saying fifty, and I said, well, maybe not fifty, but maybe ten thinking 50 was too much because I know games are expensive but I didn't realise they were making
1: that's that's Madden alone Uh, no that's FIFA alone not Madden Madden's another 150 million between I think well maybe not Madden but all all their ultimate teams combined it's a billion is it yeah so maybe NHL as well all their ultimate teams combined make them 800 million a year um, and that's that that's not counting game sales, that's not counting microtransactions for everything else, all their mobile games. Mm. Uh they're making well over a billion and a half dollars a year. So for them to come on stage and say, Oh by the way, we give a million dollars to chat, it's like <laughs> just fuck off. That does that does not it. kinda excuse you from being greedy bastards the rest of the year. Um so that really rubbed me the wrong way.
0: Well he probably makes multiple million dollars. I just, I just can't game.
1: believe that whoever wrote that script thought that, that was gonna go without criticism. And everyone's going to go. Oh, they're right. They're good. It's just unbelievable. Like they the just did how tone deaf that was. Mm. I can't believe that. Um, and then finally, the finish with anthem. They, they, the anthem in a cool trailer is they the used Muse, mm-hmm. uh, like the last good Muse song, uh, <laughs> to kind of to show what, it off.
0: What song is that? Is that called Uprising? Because I just oh, listened to it the other day on something like that. Yeah, I think so. It was from <laughs> yeah. a while back.
1: Um, it's that one that sound, the, the one that was for the Olympics, wasn't it? it sounded a bit like a queen song
0: was it for the olympics it came
1: out around, around about the same time as the london olympics no
0: cuz i was watching a, a live show of it and it was um on MTV the 2009 awards they did a live performance really? of that song mm. pretty sure it was the same one i don't know i'll we'll have to check it up
1: um but yeah so that was that was cool um but then they did this really long roundtable kind of chat I'm where everyone it. just kind of they brought out three developers and Andrew Renee, who I genuine genuine gen, generally like, uh she does a kind of funny podcast and uh the, her and a few other women do a thing called What's Good Games and it's quite good, it's worth checking out. But when you're working for essentially freelancing for a, a studio, you're not really at your best, I mean, because you're, you're having to go, too overexcited, yeah, I exactly. think. So, so, so she's she not normally like to, that. no, she's not usually like that. Yeah. Um so she was hosting it and she was doing okay, but, but she was asking questions that she'd already been told to ask. Cause that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a really long chat about what they had planned for the game and, all that. and to the point that they were shown the same concept art and the same 30 seconds of footage over and over and over again during the chat and you're like, "This is I'm losing the will to live here, um, no matter how excited I am about this game. They say it again, no loot boxes, no ability to spend money on gameplay advantages at all. That's a quote from them. And again, we're, we're, it was Battlefront 2 all over again. games. So it's like, well, how are they going to make their money then? Because mm-hmm. there must be something. They're going to bring back customization. then, presumably. And you can, you can be paying for each gun and paying for different uh, body armour and all that. So presumably that's coming. Um, you can play it solo, but it's mainly aimed at co-op. So that is a, an alarm bell for me because I always play single player. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually when a game's aimed at co-op, it means you can play single player, but it's not it's good. good like Sea of Thieves is the same Sea of Thieves is aimed at co-op player co-op play you can technically play it single player but it's was shit. that that pirate boat yeah. when the yeah. guys are, you yeah. just forced to yeah ho- the boat and <laughs> I was like fuck on the plane you hated um, them that much yeah I, I did so um, that concerns me a wee bit but we'll see we'll see I'm, I'm willing to give it a go especially if EA do uh, EA Access Premier <laughs> and it becomes <laughs> free um the only other I thing and they, they finally of showed gameplay footage at the end which just does look good when they're flying about and big robots and stuff. Um, but they had really bad... I can't, I couldn't tell whether it was voice acting in the game or whether it was the usual fake group chat stuff that they do in trailers like that because sometimes it was coming up as subtitles at the bottom which made it no, look like it was said in... No, but
0: that said... Well, the subtitles matched what the guy was saying. Though. I know, but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I couldn't
1: tell whether that meant it was actually in-game dialogue or, because if it was just fake party chat, if it was fake voice chat among players playing the game like they sometimes do they shouldn't really have subtitles for it no because the subtitle made it look like it was part of the game uh, so then it's hard to tell whether it was actual in-game dialogue or whether it was fake players playing with each other but I either either way game, I didn't like it so no, um, if, it wasn't great was no, it no if it was if it was fake gamer stuff companies need to pack that shit in because it's really annoying nobody believes it and if it's in-game chat it's shit and needs to be re-recorded because it's just really bad um but yeah there we go <laughs> it still is cool i'm still up for it i'm, I'm just i'm cautiously optimistic about it because i want it to still be a good single player game um, mm. without having to bring other people in just, especially because bioware did the mass effect games and they were really good uh, for the most part and i just want another kind of an action version of that I, I don't want to bring other people in i don't like other Could people you anti-social? <laughs> yeah pretty much um anthem social that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Anthem's out on the twenty second of February, twenty nineteen, and that was it. That was the end of the conference. It was fairly brief. There was only eight new games. It Wasn't um, that brief though? It was well, over it wasn't that an hour brief. It, just, it, was, it was, was an hour. By the time we got to Anthem, and then Anthem got another half an hour or so um, on its own. Um, so it wasn't that brief, but the, it was the Not only all lot of, was shown. yeah. There wasn't a lot. It was just a, it was fairly mundane. Um, which is like the, the the other thing that wound me up before it. They were doing a pre-show thing. Um, and this is by the by this isn't really anything to do with the conference uh, during the pre-show they said we're doing 100 hours of EA streams mm. on our Twitch EA channel um, we're doing 100 hours of streaming uh, with 100 different uh, streamers basically so they get all getting, around the world yeah. yeah so they're getting 100 famous Twitch streamers all the ones you love apparently Ali A was the only one I'd heard of and loads of other people I'd never heard of um, and they're all going to be playing EA games on EA's official thing there is so much ethically wrong with that that and again I, I don't know if it's just me being old a tired old hack tm <laughs> that if if that had been video game journalists we would be getting our balls ripped off for yeah but for for teaming up with a publisher and helping promote their games you're
0: considered critics these youtubers are not critics are but they the, but,
1: the, but the argument a lot of uh consumers give is that Games journalists are corrupt because we are in the apparently in the, in the publisher's pocket. Mm-hmm. Whereas YouTubers and streamers are the ones you can trust because they're just oh, normal no, gamers bullshit. like you and me. Yeah. The, the complete opposite is true. They're the ones who do sign these clearly. You would imagine money's changing mm-hmm. hands, or they're doing it for uh, either money's changing hands or they're doing it for um, exposure. Either way, they're getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a there's a handshake going on here. and It's a dodgy deal. It's not a dodgy deal, but it's a deal that's being mm-hmm. made here. Um, so it's the it's the streamers and the YouTubers for the most part, particularly the streamers in this case, who th- 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 there are ethical ethical issues there. And the games press can't do that because we'd get rightly fucking hammered for it. Mm. It's just it's infuriating how. The perception is the opposite to reality, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, I, I go on about that all the time, so I'm not going to go on about it too much. But that was it. Um, in general, it was no very far from the best conference I've seen. Uh, it was adequate. It showed, it it showed boring, the games. To it told you what it needed to tell you. But um, yeah, you you get the feeling that some of the good stuff's being held back for other conferences. Uh, the Battlefield Five solo stuff is being saved for EA's conference, uh, Microsoft's conference tomorrow night. Um, I still get the feeling that you're going to get EA Access Premium hope, at Microsoft. Yeah. I'm hoping. So we'll have a quick look and see if there's questions from people.
0: Oh, do you have some already?
1: Yeah, we've got some. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's kind of briefly go back here. Um... Keurig says, what did you think of the painful Command & Conquer reveal? We've touched on that. Oh, but the was, mobile game, see yeah. Somebody else thinks it was painful.
0: P- yeah, switched it off during
1: that. Uh, Mike Diver, uh, lovely Mike Diver uh, formerly of Vice uh, says, is this a sign of EA not committing to Switch beyond versions of sports franchises or can you see something like of Solitude appearing on it? That's the thing, that I saw a few people on Twitter pointing that out. When that unravel was shown um, the fact that it's two player co-op on the same screen One's red and one's blue. It's this colours of the fucking Switch and it's not coming to Switch. Or they haven't announced it for Switch, at least. It's like, are you mental? Or is, is in a few days' time when Nintendo do their conference, are they then going to show it on that? Uh, are they just saving the Switch announcement for Nintendo's nah. thing? Because it's mental if they don't put that on the Switch because it's not exactly... That's the kind of game that could be downgraded a bit to fit... to to look like a switch game it's Mm -hmm. a 2d platformer you can take a lot of the background environments out and cut the frame rate down if you need to and and that could fit on the switch without too much trouble i would imagine Mm -hmm.
0: um i think they only mentioned switch once and it was during fifa yeah they mentioned
1: switch once at the fifa world cup update was now on the switch version of fifa yeah uh but yeah it's it's odd um considering the switch is so popular just now and other developers and publishers are bending over backwards and considering um, you had Pat, uh, Patrick Soderlund from EA may have been him I can't remember who it was someone at EA was on the um, was, was on stage during Nintendo's switch reveal when the first switch was first shown oh, really? saying oh I love uh, Nintendo so much I named my son Luigi um, even though it turned out his middle name was Luigi not his first name yeah. Um so it's it's the same it was a is a stinking lighter This Is this it's the same routine where EA come out on day one and pledge undying support and then just die. Mm. That support does die like, very quickly. <laughs> so it's odd. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. It'll be interesting to see if they do actually say, No, actually this is coming to the switch. Um, or if if like Mike says, they're just all they'll do is bring sports games out on the switch and just kinda and do a crappy support version it in of a basic them. way, yeah. Mm. So we'll see. Um, a few other questions about most of the questions are about Unravel not being on the Switch mm-hmm. um, Alex Booker says are you, like me, really disappointed that we won't be getting Anthem on Switch? Yeah but Anthem is one of those games that looks far more graphically superior, Anthem would need unlike Unravel too, um Anthem would need a hell of a lot of downgrading to get on the Switch because mm. it looks ridiculous, it looks like it would take a hell of a lot to to, to downscale, crappy version. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be worth it. It way. would be a much bigger undertaking to get that mm. uh, run on the Switch. It's just a shame, but just, some games you just just aren't worth the effort you would imagine mm. uh, to get on the Switch. So I kind get it. I'm disappointed, but I get it. Takishino says people are blasting EA now, but I at least feel the presentation was more level-headed compared to last year's games. Aside, I agree with that. It wasn't it wasn't the most exciting conference, but compared to last year's, at least they just showed the games and got on with it instead of. Having ridiculous, long, uh, obscenely long multiplayer. Uh, other than the command and conquer thing or something, things. wasn't it? Yeah, I, think, I can't just, remember last year it was Battlefront. did big
0: Star Wars, yeah. Yeah,
1: there's just loads of people were playing. They just it. kept
0: walking around to people playing it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I don't give a
1: shit. It. Show me I more stuff. For yeah, as well. so I'll give them that. It, it, it was an just improvement. Just it was better than last It was improvement on last good. year, but it was still <laughs> pretty dull. I thought. Yeah. Um, Paul Craig asked, "Would you rather pull your teeth out or rewatch EA Play?" which I thought was about harsh I was okay. Let's see what else. That might be it for now because it was last minute. Finley uh, asks, Do you reckon Anthem will have romance? Looking unlikely, but I'm not giving up yet. Bio, BioWare are obviously kind of. Notorious for it. in the Mass Effect games, you've been able to shag lesbian robots. What? Really? Uh, lesbian aliens. Yeah, there's uh, Mass Effect games. Doesn't kind of
0: romance, though, does no,
1: it? But yeah, but well, the, the, the romance as in a game mechanic. In Mass okay. Effect, you could romance different, as a verb, romance different aliens and humans, and you could have like lesbian affairs or game male affairs and okay. uh, shag aliens and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So he's asking if Anthem, oh, how it doesn't look like Anthem's going to have Well, have got it the yet. big
0: suits. How are they going to do it? the thing.
1: It? It's going to have to be. All, suit
0: on suit action,
1: all sort of attachments in that suit. Oh. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see to be confirmed, but um, yeah, we'll see. Um, and finally, Grail asks, Were you more impressed with how new, fresh, and original Anthem looked or the size of the budget gone into it? I don't think it looked that original, it's still flying about in mechs, shooting things. Um, it looked cool, but. I wouldn't say it was the most original game I've ever seen. No, there was a
0: cartoon that we used to watch in the early 90s, wasn't it? Do you remember that one? Which one? Where they were in space and they had the exoskeletons. That's exactly what it is. Visionaries?
1: Not visionaries. No, um, it wasn't called that. Voltron?
0: No. No, there was not Oh, it is kind of like Voltron, but... No, you had your own... They all had different exoskeletons and they shot stuff out of the... They had different guns and stuff. Like Gundam? No... Did you never get that
1: one? Maybe.
0: But that is exactly what that game yeah. is. Either way, so they like, copied it from that.
1: And and also, um, although it's not exactly the same, Titan falls running about in big robots, and that's mm-hmm. an EA game. It's not the same because these robots fly. <laughs> that's a bit. But there's nothing massive like Xenoblade has robots in it and stuff mm. like that. So it's not a. I wouldn't say it looked new, fresh, and original. It just looked like a. Um, another first person. yeah it was i like was uh, so similar. I would say I am more impressed by the size of the budget going in because it, it looks like a big budget game um, so I'll give them that um, and then finally Afi Lockhart sends me a direct message because um, he couldn't really he says direct quote is fuck's sake struggling to word my question to you for the podcast essentially along the lines of do you think games shown could be coming to the Nintendo Switch but Nintendo plan to announce it themselves like I've seen with Unravel too, basically. To it's hard to tell. Sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they, they deliberately don't announce the games coming on their own uh, conference, so that uh, when it comes to the 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 big three, uh, they get to announce it. But on so their is
0: own. that always going to make the EA one worse than everybody else's? Because they're not going to get to do the big.
1: Not necessarily, exclusives. because sometimes they'll they'll get the exclusives. It just depends on what EA want to do. If because EA, mm. EA now got to show Anthem before anyone else, before mm. anyone else. It just it depends on how much string EA want to give uh, other other publishers or whether they say no we want to save the good stuff for ourselves thanks. Uh, but they know that Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo ones will get far more viewers than their mm. own ones so if they've got a big game reveal they'll kind of pass might, it on to yeah. them because they know more people will see it I don't
0: know if any of the games that they showed though I I was like that's obviously a good, sw- would be good on the Switch do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah other than Unravel 2 maybe because that's good Two-player co-op on the same screen, right? All yeah. over. It. Um, but other than that, yeah. Oh, on the sports game. But does this games, look obviously. like
0: it's something that's going to take you that long to play? Unravel two. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, that doesn't really matter. Like, thingy didn't. Uh, Slipper clips doesn't take that long to play.
0: Hmm.
1: That's a good one. World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck didn't take <laughs> that long to play. We're going to play that's that, that on one day switch. on YouTube no. or co-op quest. We're going to play that. Um, if that's okay. <laughs> um... Yes, is, is it is. Um, so there we go. That was uh, the Electronic Arts EA Play conference for the Electronic Entertainment Expo 2018.
0: Um, He's trying to take up more time now. If you were to
1: rate that out of ten, what would you give it? Oh,
0: like a six, maybe. I'd give
1: it a solid three. That bad? Maybe a four. Just nothing other than the FIFA Champions League thing, which I already knew because Konami already lost the Champions League license. And other than a better anthem at but the nothing, end, nothing there. I was just sitting there through it, going, "All right, that's next, right, 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 right." Nothing had me going, "What?"
0: I guess for me though, to be under a five, something would have had to broke. Like nothing was broken, nothing messed up. You know what I mean? They did but,
1: but you're you're you judging it on its technical merits, though, rather than how excited no, but that's you were part watching of it it. I know well, you don't care anyway. It was like a one, but I don't know, but that's you because you not are gaming indifferent, as as we all know
0: watch it i'll watch trailers of stuff if it looks exciting and to make it look like a movie i'll watch it yeah but i think it's the Nint- nintendo ones are quite good because they just do trailer after trailer after trailer yeah. for the most part so i'll happily sit through that but it's all the bump in between where it's just like hey guys blah, blah, blah. you know it's just yeah. no one is as excited is as excited as those people are yeah doing that and it's just so fake like i couldn't even I forgot some a couple of times that it was even on. There was one So I was looking at my phone and I was like, oh, where are you? There was I'm one point where they next. said
1: something about one of the YouTubers or one of the pro gamer streamers or whatever like The one... Maybe it was the guy who won the Madden Bowl or something saying, oh, yeah, and so-and-so was going to happen. Like, there's something about what he was going to do next or the future. Of this of eh. And it was literally in the crowd. He just went... Yeah, one go one, one won clap. a single clap. Nobody <laughs> then, cared. that was it. It was like, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I mean...
0: You can tell the audience. I mean, they barely clapped through the any of it. The audience was pretty flat.
1: The only big reaction was that unravel was out now, um,
0: and no loot boxes. They did share that. Yeah,
1: but again, like I say, that's. I think that's just. Quite cynical. Um, They've they, they just kind of conditioned their minds to accept that as a good thing. Now, backtracking mm-hmm. is good, rather than no, this was bad in the first place. So no, don't fucking sugarcoat it now and pretend that that's it's good to go back to that standard. Mm-hmm. Um, the good old way. days yeah <laughs> the good old days and when horse armour cost you money um, but yeah there we go so that was EA uh, next up I believe is Microsoft tomorrow night uh, same deal again uh, that'll be me on my lonesome I think because by the time it starts at 9 I believe UK time and rumours heavy, heavy rumours are suggesting it's 2 hours long what uh, which is yeah, meant if that's true and they do what they did last uh, year which was just show trailers and if it's 2 hours long this time that might shit all over the claim that Microsoft doesn't have any games. Because mm. uh, the last couple of years, that's been the th- big thing. Xbox doesn't have games. Xbox doesn't have any games. If they've got two-hour conference planned with just trailers, uh, that's oh, going to that. shit yeah. over it. Um, I, I get the feeling this is going to be Microsoft's year.
0: Did They did okay last year, too. They did okay they?
1: last year, but the, the, the Sony's last year was pretty... Um, it was more or less kind of recapping stuff mostly stuff we already knew about Okay. this year I think they said they are going to focus mainly on just six games um, like big games that we kind of know about or mm-hmm. maybe four, four or six games if that's the case and Microsoft's got two hours worth of new stuff, stuff it could be about. a whitewash mm-hmm. um, so we'll see it could be interesting Nintendo always does its own thing it's, it's, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge what they're going to do they'll be showing Smash Brothers so people will be happy mm-hmm. anyway um, but yeah, so there we go. So Microsoft tomorrow, uh, please do, uh, if you enjoyed this, please do share it on your social media network of choice. Let people know that your man Scullion is going through all the conferences and reacting to them all with uh, that same witty sense of humour that he's well known for. <laughs> I'm talking with third person, that's so wanky. Um, but yeah, please do uh, write a review of this on iTunes if that's what you're listening to on. Um, if not, don't, because there's no point going to that hassle if you don't use iTunes (laughs) Um, but yeah thanks very much for listening Uh, stay tuned for the Microsoft one tomorrow Uh, and if you're watching the Microsoft conference tomorrow please do send me your questions during it um, and I'll get to them at the podcast just after it as well Uh, thanks everyone I'll catch you on a flip flop tomorrow, goodbye
0: bye